0: All right, looks like we're live now. Oh, as right on cue here, let me go ahead and bring him in as we're bringing it in. Let's Welcome go. Welcome, everyone, to our next episode of Count the Bucket, as CJ is joining in here right on time. I'm going to see if I can move up Nick. Put CJ down there while he's loading. There he is. Hopefully, everybody's doing good. Nick, CJ, how you guys doing today?
1: Um, I, I mentioned it earlier. We are watching a massacre happen right now.
0: It hurts my heart, too.
2: Uh, This is one of the saddest things I've seen in a a while, man. This is uh, tough to watch. Tough to watch. If you're a Suns fan, at least. If you're a basketball fan, it's the greatness of (laughs) Luka.
0: I mean, that's kind of one thing that me and Nick were talking about while we were waiting to start the show was, like, me as a Suns fan, a big Booker fan, bubble Booker. Who has popped today? Uh, he has deflated. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate seeing this massacre that's going on. And what we're talking about on the massacre is that the Suns are down by almost 40 points now. I'm not for sure it's commercial right now, but it's like 87 to 39. I'm just going to throw that number out somewhere close to that at least. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's game seven, winner take all matchup at Phoenix, and the Suns are no show. I think they're still stuck in the locker room. I haven't been able to watch most of the game. I just now turned on third quarter here, so I can't wait to hear you guys' uh, opinion on what's all going on in this. But as a Suns fan, this is pitiful. Uh, I want to dive in deep probably in a little bit as far as like Chris Paul, his legacy, what all is going on, where all he's played and everything. But I hate to watch this game. But as an NBA fan and seeing the birth of Luca basically taking over the NBA now, granted you still have Giannis, not completely taken over. Not Don't jump me on my words on that. But this is great to see actually score now showing it's 85 to 47. So 38 points. I said 40, so I was really close. You have to love this as an NBA fan to see this game going on the way that it is just because Dallas – this series, every home team won their game. And then now this game in a winner-take-all, Dallas on the road, a big game against Chris Paul and Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns and just flat-out blowing them out. Like, were you guys – surprised by this, I think is an easy answer.
1: (laughs) So let me just say this. Um, Before the series started, I originally picked Phoenix to win a six, but I don't know what happened. For some reason, after I saw how Dallas dominated, I was like, you know what? Dallas could probably win this. And I stuck with it. I said it on my podcast yesterday, Hoop Truth is, I said Dallas in seven. And while I am right right now, (laughs) I didn't expect this. I definitely didn't expect Booker to not show up. I didn't expect CP3 to not show up. DeAndre Ayton, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's bad when the Suns had 27 points at half and Luka Doncic himself at 27 points alone. Like that's just, that's like, that's just the same to me. So Luka's definitely getting off Spencer Dinwiddie has been, has been pretty well. Um, Jalen Brunson, Reggie Bullock, Frank Ntilikina, the rest of these guys. So even though Luca's definitely getting off, you know, it's definitely been a team collective thing, which is right. why they're up 40 as of right now, but it's, it's bad. It's definitely bad. Um, I don't think anybody expected Phoenix to play like this, considering that they have the best record in the league throughout the entire season. Everybody, expect, a lot of people expected them to be uh, finals bound again. This is just sad. Like, this is just atrocious. This is sad, you know, especially being at home Mm-mm. and, I don't know where the Suns go from here because it's a wrap.
0: We're going home. Yeah. They're going home. Uh, and CJ, I want to hear to you on this too, kind of going with that, like because, you know, they didn't pay uh, Aiton this year. Uh, that's going to be something that goes on in the off season, possibly what they're going to do with that deal there. Moving forward, Chris Paul, I think is still signed for another year with them, at least maybe two, I think it is actually. The contracts is one thing I never can get into. That's just way above my head how it all works. So, the Suns are a good team. We all know that. I mean, they're the best record in that poor kid's asleep. Uh, I'd out too watching this game. But, but huh. just thinking about um, what's the next move for them as far as how do they get better? What How are they going to improve this team? Because obviously there's no coming back from this. Let's just be honest. Like This game's over with.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of what we've seen in the course of course of the NBA for, for the longest, man. you look at the uh, – top players and how they win a championship mm-hmm. it's usually not a great backcourt being the two best players um usually have a wing and uh you know versatile big or of course back in the day you know more of an inside dominant big of course the game has changed so you see big starting to shoot a little bit more from the outside but so saw so saw mccullum and dane couldn't you know? As a as a only only real duo from the backcourt that we've seen that's been able to you know win a championship here as of late is Golden State. And then for them to become dynastic, they had to get KD, a versatile you know seven footer. So, I mean, this is just, it's just the formula just continues to you know show itself. You know, for me, even just just this series, honestly, throughout the whole playoffs, so more more importantly in the second round, I mean, you're really starting to see you know the importance of the three ball. I mean, every, I mean, I'm, we're going to get into the Celtics and the Bucks in a little bit, but you know they were horrendous from three to this afternoon, and we're seeing the same thing right now in Phoenix. So, um, you know, the, you need you need three point shooters, you need that spacing, and you need guys to be able to knock down shots at, at key moments. And if that shot is not going, it, it could be a long night, like like how it is right now in 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 Phoenix. So. Um, You know, yeah, so for me, I I always felt like Aiden needed to be the second best player um, in order for them to have the success that they wanted, ultimately, which is the championship. And he's just not that guy, uh, at least not right now. Um, I mean, I'm I'm just not seeing it. This is a series where they don't have a, you know, a dominant big that's protecting the rim in Dallas. You know, they have more, you know, floor spacers, stretch fives, if you will. Um, But and, and, and Aiden just hadn't been able to to dominate um in the paint and be a factor. So um if Aiden can't be that second best player outside of Booker, um it's just gonna be rinse and repeat.
1: Do you think that do you think this looks bad for Aiden considering that last year he was supposed to get that extension and then of course, you know, Phoenix didn't give it to him? Do you think that do you, do you think that this makes him look bad now and it kind of makes Phoenix look good? Or, like, or at least like the front office look good? Yeah, so, I mean, wonderful. I even
0: think what CJ was talking about, uh, but before this series even started, like Aiden was going to eat up on this. Like, and I think the first game he had like 30 points on like 12 shots. I mean, something ridiculous. Like, he was balling out. And looking here, obviously, he's fell off the face of the earth, it looks like. So, I mean, I think it really shows that he struggles on this. Like, I, to me, the Suns have a good team still. Like, I mean, obviously, they had the. Oh, yeah, without question. So, I mean, and even hearing CJ talk about, you know, you can't have two good backcourts, what does Dallas have? I mean, they really only have one all-star or one star on this team. And I kind of want to get into that, like what was their turning point in getting rid of Poinsingas and everyone else just kind of fits all roles there, I think. But, (coughs) excuse me, I mean, I don't know how you really improve the Suns. I mean, it's kind of like my heat. You know, they're talking about these superstars may go there, may go here and all this stuff, but that unit is so good together, you know, all the role players and everything. You're going to lose positions to get another superstar or something to that form. So I don't I don't know, do you go for someone else other than Aiton? Do you try to go away from that or do you try to keep developing him? Yeah,
2: that's a good question. That's a good question. I feel like James Jones, those guys in the front office, they have mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, they're going to have a lot of questions going into this offseason. Um, you know, they could look at it like, you know, just had a bad game. Um, you know, we're still a great team we're on 64, got 64 W's in the regular season. And, uh, you know, sometimes these things happen. Uh, back to your point about, uh, you know, the Mavericks and, you know, they, they kind of have a backcourt, but Luca, you know, Luca's a point guard, but he's he's like six eight, you know? So, mm-hmm. so he's kind of like that, you know, that, you know, that wing. He is
0: both superstars. Yeah, huh?
2: right. Yeah. He's kind of, yeah. He's like that guard, kind of like, he's like, like LeBron ish a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like he has Kevin the size. Durant. We'll
0: go with that. We'll, we'll go with Kevin Durant. We won't say LeBron.
2: I mean, for a, uh... I mean, just from a, from a you know, <laughs> no, <I'm serious. laughs> but just, he just, you know, he has that ability. And then also, right. I mean, you got you to give Jason, you got to give Jason Kidd a lot, a lot of credit, man. You know, what he's done schematically in terms of how they play defense. They've, you know, been in, uh, well, really, Willie Green showed the formula um, again in the Pelican series. You know, be physical with Chris Paul. Um, you know, force him left. You know, take away the airspace so he's not able to get those. You know, mid-range shots that he's so accustomed to getting. Closing out, getting rebounds. You know, for a team again that you know has hans and Kleber at their five. You know, they they have the ability to get rebounds. You know, donches obviously is really good at getting defensive rebounds as well, and, and starting to break on, on offense for them. But it's uh, it's been a it's been a team effort, and 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 again, I you know I questioned you know who was going to be that other guy next to. Next to Luca, um, I think that question still is going to be it's still a big question for me as they advance to the Western Conference Finals um, when they go up against the Warriors, <clears throat> because we know they have three guys that can that could get it done yep. um, on a consistent basis. So that that it's still going to be in you're not an issue, but a, you know a, you know something to look something to look for as they advance. And he's but you know right now you know you got Brunson, Dinwiddie. I mean those guys have really stepped up. And made some big plays, um, and and that's why you, you see you see these Suns fans looking kind of sad <laughs> right now at the footprint They
1: were going at halftime, like like right at halftime, they're booming. Like as they are going to the locker room, but I want to ask y'all this because like this, like this like literally just came to my mind. Like so, which so which one do you think is worse, this game, this game seven like fallout uh, with the Suns or the Ben Simmons thing that happened last year?
2: That's a good question, man. That's a good question. I'm I'm gonna say. Man, I mean, the, 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 the Ben Simmons thing, you know, the Hawks the Hawks really didn't have – you know, no one – I thought the Sixers were going to win that series. Uh, I did too. Pretty, pretty easily. Um, and then for them to, you know, fold like that. But, but right now, you know, the way they're getting blasted <laughs> at home, um, I'm, I'm going to say, I guess maybe just because we're in the moment, I'm going to say Phoenix right now because they did win 64 – games in the regular season uh, i know the Sixers were the number one c2 last year a lot of people forget about that which is crazy um with the non-shooter as a second best player but uh, i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with phoenix man i mean i thought they would really advance and, and face um you know Nick's team <laughs> over there in Golden state
1: hey as, as a warriors fan experience. i'm happy <laughs> yeah I, I bet
0: as a Warriors fan, which one would you rather play the dallas
1: oh dallas without question like because is the thing, though, like, I know I know that Looney had, like, I think he had, like, 22 rebounds or whatever in game six, but we're still so <laughs> underpriced. Like, I'm not trying to go up against Aiton, Bismack Bionbo, JaVale McGee, and, like, a lot of these tall, big guys. Because we even have problems against um, against Memphis, going up against Jaron Jackson, Steven Adams, uh, Brandon Clark, you know, the rest of these guys. So I'm definitely happy that we're definitely going to be seeing Phoenix in the next round.
0: I mean, I'm watching or, 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 or,
1: Excuse me, Dallas. Dallas, my bad, not Phoenix. right. right.
0: And Dallas, they look like yeah. they're really going like 50, 50%, and it's still just so fluently open for them. I'm like, I mean, granted, I'm sure that's the fourth quarter, 10 minutes ago in the game, they could care less now. It's like, I mean, we're done. So I did not see this happening, guys.
1: This is pretty yeah. hard.
0: So, yeah, I'm just going to go back kind of back there. To me, this is the worst for the Suns because. This was the number one team in the whole NBA as far as record this year. And to have your game at home, where you have Chris Paul, who has been a legend, Booker, who has been dominant at home, to not even have 60 points yet. I say have 59 right now. 60 points yet in the fourth quarter with less than 10 minutes to go in the game. And you're down by 40 points, it seems like, right now. I mean, they just fell apart, like. This is, I mean, it's not worse than three uh, one, and Doc Rivers and everything. But
1: my goodness, I think I think to a degree you got to point the finger at CB three because CP was dominant in those first two games, particularly in the fourth quarter game two. He was killing Luka Dodgers in that drop coverage, and then the rest of the series, you know, he just wasn't really a factor offensively. Not not saying that you know he wasn't he wasn't dictating the offense for them, but offensively as far as scoring, whether what do you, I think he had like, what he had five in game um, four. And I think he had like seven in game five or something like that. So it was like from game four on, you know, he's kind of been, he's kind of been a no show offensively, which, which pretty much does play a role in my opinion. And why Phoenix hasn't really been as good as they were in those first two games.
0: Do you think fatigue just set in with this team with him?
1: You know, you know, I
2: saw Reggie I Miller,
0: say,
2: I, I, you know, I saw Reggie Miller say something like that. And, I mean, everybody's tired, bro. I mean, I just – I can't, you know. I just, but he's like
0: 36, 37, I think now, right? And No, yeah. And I was – the reason why I even say that, and I'm not – didn't even know Rich Miller said it. That's how smart I am. No, is I, <laughs> some of the games that I did watch of them because the teams that I tried to watch was the Suns and the Heats whenever they played, the most games that I would try to make in a big effort to watch. And teams wouldn't pick up Chris Paul full court a lot of the times, but then the teams that would pick him up full court almost made him be a no-show in the game. And I almost felt like, well, he's having a harder time physically maintaining that because of that extra man guarding him the full 94 feet, whatever it is, that I think Dallas has did that, and then even uh, Pelicans did that quite a bit in games, and he was a no-show in those games. So I want to say Father Time has just kind of caught up to him in this. But with Booker, you would think – and even Monty, who I think is a phenomenal coach, would come up with a way to just say, Chris Paul, don't even worry about bringing the ball up. Just go on up the court. you got Booker who can do that, too. So, I don't know. I just feel like this has been a little bit of that, possibly, is fatigue for him. It could Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, the way that I look at it is, okay, so Chris Paul and LeBron James are the same age. Obviously, we know that LeBron is by far the best player on that Lakers team, so – Let's say, for instance, that they were in this position, like in the same position, where they're in the second round and they're getting cooked the way that the way that they are. I think that we could use that excuse on LeBron, considering that you know the load that he has to um, that he has to carry. Yeah. CP, even though even though he's even though he is one of the biggest components to this team, he's not the number one option in my opinion. It's Devin Booker, obviously, as far as scoring wise. So that takes a lot of pressure off of CP to just you know dictate the offense, be the playmaker, you know place everybody else in. Um, in a position for for um success on the floor. So I guess you could say fatigue does play a role, but I don't want to give CP that excuse in my opinion because he was phenomenal in the first few games. So right. it's like, you know, for a guy that's trying, for a guy that's still looking for his first championship, you got to figure it out.
0: And I agree. I mean, I'm we'll not trying to happen. say that. It's, yeah. At this point, no. No,
1: nah, no, nah, <laughs> without question. Nah. No,
0: nah, you can go ride the banana boat and you still ain't winning a championship. I don't think now. But uh, I just I don't know. I don't want to say fatigue is like the excuse of why it happened, like, oh well, you know, we tried everything we could. I just even watching him on defense here a little bit, again, the game is pretty much over. Like he looks tired. Now, he's professional. I'm he's way more shaped than I am. But you know what? Let's as mad as I hate to say it, let's not just stay on the Suns and how bad they played. Let's give credit to Dallas. I mean, they oh, yeah. look good. Shout-out uh, to Luka. Jason
1: Kidd as well. Jason Kidd has been a see, phenomenal coach throughout this season.
0: Yeah, I want to ask you all, what do you all think the changing point? Because midseason, Dallas probably wasn't even going to make the playoffs. We know the trade of Poisingas. They they get Dinwiddie to come over. Uh, Jason Kidd takes over as coaching, not midseason, but for the whole year. What do you all think is the turning point, or what do you all think is the, the X factor of what's going on here? And you can't say Luca and that's obviously –
1: but well, here's the thing. In my opinion, I think that this type of style or this this formula <laughs> for Luca works because they try to make it work. You know, having two all stars in – um well, I don't know if Porzingis was an all star, but he was all star caliber. But you know, having those two guys pair together, right, and try to see if they can make something happen as far as being a championship contender. Unfortunately, it never worked out. Porzingis just wasn't a guy that we all expected. Even even though he did have good showing in um in Washington um for uh, a few mo- for a few moments of the season but he never became the guy that we all we all expect him to be. And I'll be honest, like, once Porzingis got traded, and then, of course, you get Spencer Dinwiddie, you get Davis Bertans, and you get, like, um, a few other packages. I saw a different Luca, in my opinion. I saw a Luca that was way more comfortable. You know, he's playing with a lot of role guys who are ready. It kind of reminds me, in my opinion, of probably LeBron in, like, <laughs> you knew I was going there. You knew? <laughs> it reminds me of LeBron, you know, in the uh-huh. early Cleveland days, you know, when he had... They had they had Daniel Gibson, they had um Larry Hughes, and the rest of those guys, like you know, like just just like a lot of role players who could like play alongside him and just and just be ready, you know, whenever. So, I guess maybe that formula for Luka, just because he is so super versatile, you know, he can score, he can uh, he can distribute the rock, he can rebound. Maybe that formula works for them, and that's and that's what we're seeing right now.
0: How far can this formula take them, though?
1: Oh, in my opinion, this. I don't know if this can get him a championship, in my opinion, but okay. it definitely, it definitely, it definitely can get them far in the playoffs.
0: Because honestly, I I didn't think LeBron. I can't honestly say act like I thought he was going LeBron. I thought he was going Westbrook because this reminds oh, no. me of the of the Thunder. Westbrook, one guy does everything, and the other guys are role players, which can't get you a championship.
2: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It does it does look like that? It does look like that. I think, I think. Um, I think Luca's of just a way better player than Westbrook. Also, um, so oh, yeah. A, oh yeah, definitely. So that's that's a little bit of the of the difference there. And the thing, and then to answer your first question: They bought in defensively. They bought in. I was I remember watching the game against the Warriors. Like the Warriors were up at like twenty something. It was like a Sunday night game, um, and then they oh, came right. back and got the W. The way they fought back in Golden State, and you know that. You know, I'm pretty sure they're going to show that game a couple times.
1: That's I want to with that game.
2: <laughs> as they, as we preview this, uh, I know Draymond. Draymond was not in that game at the um, during that time. He was out with the mm-hmm. cash train, But that's right. um, that, you know that's that's a game that I'm pretty sure they'll you know they'll they'll keep running over over the next you know week or so as this mm-hmm. Western Conference Finals gets going. But yeah, they bought in LeBron defensively. LeBron James, I mean- vanilla vanilla LeBron. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they they bought, they bought in defensively. That's, that's really what it was. Um, you know, they got some guys, Dory, Finney Smith, Reggie Bullock, um, even Luka to a certain extent. I mean, you know, we know he's not the greatest defender, you know, he's not Gary Payton, you know, or Gary Payton the second for that matter. But um, you know, he's, you know, he he's trying out there as you see the effort. Right. Um, like, like Nick talked about, you know, they kind of eliminated that drop coverage, started playing up on the screen. And making someone else beat you, and and that's and that's been a great formula. I mean, you got to remember, man, Jason Kidd's one of the best defensive point guards of all time, <laughs> of all fair. time. You know, we you, you remember the you know the lobster Vince Carter and all that back mm-hmm. in the day. But in terms of getting steals and locking up, he was just as great on that end as well. So, uh, I mean, when when you have guys that buy in on that end, we know offense is not a problem in this league. The offense is not a problem in this era. So, if you're able to you know lock in defensively, you're going to see success and. And, and that's why we're seeing this, like you said, like you guys have been saying this massacre uh, right now in Phoenix.
1: Shout out to uh, Frank Nilakina as well, man. Frank Nilakina, in my opinion, has kind of like rejuvenated his career to a degree in Dallas now, especially after everything that happened in New York. Not saying that, you know, that he's like a um, all-star caliber in the making, but he's definitely a good role player so far for Dallas. Yeah, solid role player. I mean, then when he got 30, bro, I mean,
2: if you would have told me then when he had 30 in a game seven at, at, in Phoenix, I'd be like, of course they'd win. But uh, if you told me Batman Booker, go you know, oh for nine or oh for ten or whatever he was, you know, before you guys first bucket, yeah, it's uh, but yeah, like I said, Dallas, like you guys, like you guys have been saying, Dallas deserves the credit. They deserve the credit. Mm-hmm. They, came, they came, onto the you know, um, Phoenix's okay. home court and got it done.
0: Right now, Luca has thirty five. Dinwiddie has thirty. That is thirty five points or sixty five points. Phoenix only has sixty eight <laughs> points.
2: Yeah, it just came out yeah they just came out completely flat uh we kind of saw this with the with the sixers too i hope we really i hope we get i hope we get into that <laughs> because <laughs> i got some comments on on uh
1: the bearded one but the bearded yeah one. the bearded one yeah we gotta get into it we gotta get into all of it yeah oh yeah. i mean
0: so Let's just go ahead and but hold that just a little bit. Let's go ahead and jump a little bit and preview what we think of the Dallas and Warriors will look like, and then we'll we'll back up and go to the east side. Does that sound good? Sounds good. good to do it. Okay, so I know Nick is going to be a bias over here and say Warriors in three probably. So, CJ, <laughs> what do you think is going to turn out in this series? Because with this here, I think, I think Dallas wins one or two games maybe.
1: Oh, yeah, they do.
2: For sure. I think they could get one or two games. The thing for me when it comes to Dallas against Golden State – is um you know just just the amount of actions that Golden State runs off the ball, um you know the off you know the off ball screens for Curry and Clay, you know that movement throughout the whole entire game. Can they you know can they stay conditioned enough to uh, continue to withstand that? Um, and then and and again I, I saw I saw some flaws. I miss,
0: Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> good with all I like that, Logan.
2: I saw some. I saw some flaws with Golden State. They turned the ball over way too much. Way too much. I know. I even saw Nick tweeting it a couple of times. He was he was fed up with it. Uh, defense defensively, you know, sometimes could be a little lackadaisical. They 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 struggle with size, so rebounding is going to be key. Um, and, we, and even though the Mavericks don't have, you know, a necessarily, a necessarily a big other than Powell. Powell's really like their only inside guy they they find a way to crash the glass. All those guys crash the glass. So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big factor in that game. Um but I, I think Golden State will win. Uh, go seven as well. I would not be surprised Luka could easily you know get three forty point games and they get a victory. But I like I like Golden State in six in, in that matchup. Um I think they continue to keep it going. It didn't look pretty at times against against Memphis even when Ja got hurt and was out. But I'm gonna go with Golden State.
1: All right, Nick, let's go ahead and hear you. So, as a Warriors fan, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, you know, CJ alluded to this, man. Um, I was watching game six. I was honestly scared it was going to blow through my lead. Like, I was that scared. I was that scared, honestly, because we, bar- we barely beat him in game four. Like, we barely got through that game. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows what happened in game five. I'm not even going to get into what happened in game five. And game six, you know, it's crazy because Clay was definitely doing his thing. You know, obviously, game six, Clay, but. Like CJ alluded to, turnovers, you know, outlet passes were just – oh, my God, they were just driving me insane. That game – I mean, I know know, know that we took over in the fourth quarter, but for most of that game, you know, the reason why Memphis kept it close was because we were just super careless with the ball. We definitely have to clean it up. But the good thing about Memphis, because they're so young, they weren't able to capitalize off of those turnovers. So going into the series, we're going up against a guy like Luka Doncic – and a, and, a, and, a, and a player like with that offensive talent, it's not going to be the same result, in my opinion. So we're definitely going to have to clean that up. Um, and just overall, we're just going to have the need. In my opinion, we're going to need more production out of Clay because I know Clay had a good game six. But throughout most of this series, he really wasn't that great, in my opinion, particularly in game two, which he caused that game for us late in the fourth quarter. Um, so honestly... I'm gonna say Warriors is six. I definitely feel like Dallas is definitely gonna is definitely gonna give them a fight, especially once especially once the series uh, transition to Dallas for Game Three and Four. So it's definitely not gonna be like an easy matchup for the Warriors. Like Dallas is definitely gonna give them a fight.
2: Uh, well, one last thing. Um, first off, Luke is gonna eat in that paint. We saw a Job. Yeah. He he was it was it was food in that paint all oh, every single game. It's just it's going to be a different style. The way he gets to the paint, he's going to slow it down. He's going to go to the basket a lot. I mean, yes, yeah, so you know he'll get his uh, occasional step back threes that you know went in. Uh, went in tonight, mm-hmm. but in terms of going into the, going to the basket, he should have a field day. And I'm pretty sure that's what Jason Kidd is going to tell these guys. Yo, you know, dribble penetration, dribble penetration to create the threes, the wide open threes, uh, break down that that Golden State defense, um, and 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 then try to create some easy shots for some of the other guys. But um, it's still it's still an all. I think Golden State, they have the experience from their core guys, and I think that's gonna help them get this
1: W and advance oh. to the finals. So who do y'all think Luca will be guarding? Will Luka be guarding Clay for the most part? Wiggins, probably. Wiggins, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Because I ain't gonna lie. Like, Luka's uh, gonna be really fatigued if he has to um if he has to chase Clay around in those um, you know, mm-hmm. for uh, for three pointers. Yeah,
2: they're gonna put Finney Smith and, and Bullock on on the Splash Brothers for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, I'm actually watching the NBA app where it's, this game is actually free, so it's a weird camera angle that I'm doing here. But uh, it was showing Aiton during that timeout or whatever was going on, and he was sitting there kind of joking around a little bit. I couldn't handle that right now. Like that's That, to me, is the worst look ever. Don't you dare on the bench be smiling or anything in this big blowout. That's how I would be. I don't know about you guys. This is kind of just a side story there. Sorry. And I think –
1: I think that's why a lot of people are like so mad at because I don't know if y'all ever like pay attention, but like some people like post videos on YouTube, like pregame them, you know, dancing to like dan- them dancing and them enjoying each other, having fun. So a lot of people don't like that. I don't have a problem with like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always cool to get loose before the games. But a lot of people don't like that. So I guess you could say maybe it's like, you know, having too much fun or whatever, because obviously we're seeing it now, but I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's just you know, that's it's before the game. I mean, all, yeah, yeah. all that matters what happens in between those lines uh, when the ball goes up. So
0: yeah, to be uh, before the game, fine. Whatever gets you in your groove, getting your groove. But when the game's on, you're down almost as much as you've scored. Now there's no plan. Like I'm in the era where if you lost in grade school, like the whole bus ride home, the coach be like, "There's no talking. I don't care." Like we're not stopping and eating or anything. You don't say a word. We're driving home. You, you dwell on that loss, which it never did any good. But, like, we would not talk at all. Or we'd have to run when we got home to the deal. Uh,
1: apparently, I'm looking on Twitter now, and apparently, okay. like, um, Reggie Miller and Kevin Harlan, are, like, making excuses for uh, for Chris Paul right now. I got the game on mute, so I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly what they're That's saying. Me. but
0: Yeah, I don't have it playing either.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm just, I'm I'm not trying to hear it, man. I'm (laughs) not, I'm not either.
2: (laughs) Now, if he went out on his shield, you know, you know, you know, was aggressive and, and they'll try to make it happen. And they, you know, they were still getting blasted and you saw the Mm -hmm. effort there. Then, yeah, of course. I mean, you're going to say, you know, but from the jump, you know, they were, they, it was a 20 point lead pretty early here. So it's like, you know, they just came out flat and from all their best guys. And again, like I said, are you going to pay eight and one hundred and fifty million dollars, one hundred and thirty-five million dollars for the next five years? Are you going to give him that contract? You, I mean, but you need to hope that he can be a top five. He has to be a top. He has to be like a top five center if they want to go to a, if you want to win a championship,
1: hands down. I mean, If if that doesn't happen, then uh he has he Five points. The Suns' big three only have twenty-six points combined. Luka Luca had
2: that in the half.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's one point less than what they had in
0: half. That's crazy. And, <laughs> and, and it's a closeout game. Like, it's a game seven. Like, you can make an excuse. And like I was saying earlier, Chris Paul, I think he's tired. But I'm sorry. It's game seven. This is what you're paid millions of dollars to do. You suck it up. Like,
1: you play through it. And CP's the veteran, though. So it's like, you know, he's he's been in these situations on numerous occasions. He was in this position. Um, I remember when San Antonio played New Orleans. and I think like that was like 08 or something like that. I think I think there's another few other game sevens that he's played as well. So this isn't new to Chris Paul, and that's the right, thing about it. Like this, this may be new to Booker. This may this may be new to Aiton and the rest of these guys. But this isn't a new atmosphere for Chris Paul. He's been in these situations on many cages, and then you're at home at the same time. You're at home. Right, right.
0: But even if that is the case, this is completely new to Dallas, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, no. Um, they they played um they played game seven <laughs> last year against the Clippers.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. But still, this is this round. Like I don't think it was in the second round either. It was the first round, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, first yeah. round. Yeah, first <clears throat> round. <clears throat> so I mean, yeah. this is to go to the Western Conference Finals, and you're not even showing up. Like it's it's just flat out pitiful. That's all you can say. So I think the Warriors actually will win in five games. I only want to give Dallas one game. I'm going to make that leap on there and be a little bit bold on there. I just feel like. like I mean look what they just did here and I'm still doubting them. But I'm just gonna go golden state in five. There I said it. I have no reason other than the veteran play
1: of the Warriors
0: and Are you not a
1: Luca believer, Michael?
0: I I mean I am. (laughs) But I just don't (laughs) have to be
1: after tonight, man. (laughs) Oh yeah, without question.
0: Sheesh. So I'm I'm just gonna dial it back a little bit. So just in case he doesn't show up, I look smart here. So that's why. Cause
1: you always say Warriors and six, right? I mean, it's just one more
2: game. I'll go Warriors and six. Okay. I, yeah, I will say six. I could see seven, man. I can't. Can see seven, too. Really I really. Cause can. Slop- I mean, because the Warriors have times where they're sloppy, and they played three games with it against the the Grizzlies without they job. Have like
0: twenty seven so, turnovers one
2: game. Game five, I think it was yeah. game five. Was I think when they they got blasted? Yeah, I mean, again, it's like. They they had they show moments, but then again, those were moments without Steve Kerr coaching, and that's a factor. I know we I, listen. I know Steve Kerr always gets the uh, Lecuy's coaching narrative, uh, but we saw the we saw the difference in those in those few games. That's what I tried to tell them. I tried and to tell them. Yeah, we we saw the difference between Mike Brown versus Steve Kerr. It was night and day. So it's gonna be a nice little chess battle between Kid and Kerr uh, in this Western Conference Finals. It's going to be a great series either way. A lot yeah, of high-powered offense, a so. bunch of stars. I can't wait.
1: All right, man, so let's go we, ahead. And- we, yeah, I, I was going to say we got to transition to this next yeah. series, man, because let's I'm, I'm, sad.
0: I'm sad. I'm sad. It's yours. Go ahead. <sighs> Why are you sad?
1: I wish Chris Middleton was healthy. I really wish that he was healthy, honestly, because besides Giannis for the Bucks, there was really no offense. Drew Holiday shot poorly. Grayson Allen couldn't find a bucket. Pat Connaughton, yeah, Bobby Portis couldn't 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 shoot the ball in the rock. It sucks, man. But you definitely got to give credit to Boston. Boston came prepared. Grant Williams was stroking it tonight or today. Pause. Grant Williams was definitely <laughs> doing, definitely doing his thing, definitely doing his thing out there. I think he had like twenty seven on the day. So. It was definitely a collective for the Celtics as far as them getting this win compared to Milwaukee, who of course you know basically was a one man show. Shout out to Giannis. Gian- Giannis had a dominant game though, which is crazy, but unfortunately it just wasn't enough. So I actually picked Milwaukee to win this game. I was I was I was arguing with everybody on Twitter, and everybody on Twitter just shut me up basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but I'm I'm just I'm just gonna say this here: the Celtics, they have a really high chance of winning it all this year. They have a really high chance. Yes.
0: I would agree with you just because I feel like no matter what they do, everything goes right for them. Like they can have so many things go wrong, and then all of a sudden it's just going to break free that it just looks like the basketball gods want them to win it. But uh, I think it's going to be a great matchup. I think it's going to be a hard fought defensively on both sides. I'm really excited about the East on this. I think I'm probably more intrigued in the East than I am the West in this next series. Again, it sounds
2: so it sounds so simple, but it's so true, man. It's uh it's a make or miss league, man. That's mm-hmm. that's really what it is. And man, I, I tweeted the Milwaukee bricks because that's exactly what it was today against the Celtics. Four for twenty seven. Oh,
1: there's a fight going on right now. Oh sorry, sorry to cut you off. Oh no.
2: Yeah, now you're good. Four four for twenty seven from from three from Milwaukee. Uh, for Payton, you know, it's the only time he could get on the court. It's garbage time when they're getting blown out. It's tough. I don't know how that guy can <laughs> get on a roster. I, I just don't understand it. I don't know. I don't know. But the Bucks. they, uh, yeah, I, I I agree with Nick. It's, it sucks that Middleton is not in there. And, um, you know, I would have loved to see that series if Middleton was there. And he honestly did what he could. But, you know, the other guys around them just weren't able to knock down shots. And and Drew Drew's just too consistent to be a number two guy. Way too, I mean, way inconsistent to be a number two guy. Just uh, he, he'll have one good shot, and then he'll think he's like you know Curry, and then just do a pull up three, contested three, and it's just it's just a bad look. It's a bad look, man. So Celtics dangerous, dangerous. They rely on their defense first and foremost. They got two guys that could score thirty. They got a high IQ player. He used to be a number one guy in Al Holford. He understands how to play the game. Hopefully, Robert Williams could get healthy. They didn't even really need him um, in this game and really to, not too much in this series. Um, I think he's definitely going to play a factor. You know, Garden bam, that's going to be an interesting matchup. I can't wait to see that. No Eastern Conference Finals. Um, that's going to that's be, be an ultimate chess match between Spolstra and Udoka defensively. Hopefully, these guys scheme up and, and try to take things away. Um, man, I just I think the Celtics are gonna go. to I have so I think I had a Celtics Warriors in the finals. That was my that was my pick before before the playoffs. And really uh, I
1: started nice. at Celtics Warriors. And, oh, no, Mike, Mike, Michael's a Heat fan. He, I don't I don't know if he likes this. Oh no no listen listen
0: I I like the Heat and I like the Suns but. At the end of the day, I just like basketball. It's it's fine. I can handle it. As long as it's not LeBron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just I just feel like, you know, when when you when you, you break that series down, Miami does have the depth, you know, off the bench. You know, they got Oladipo and Hero. Any one of those guys could come in and, you know, have a have a big night and they do have home fill advantage, which is a big thing. Hmm. But I mean, they're going to throw Tucker and Butler on Tatum. That's a given, obviously. Um, so you know, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult, but I just feel like you know they have two guys that could get you 30. And Butler played phenomenal against Philadelphia. I feel like not, people aren't getting that's not being talked about enough. You know,
0: the, how he played. Oh yeah, without
2: question. Yeah, he was phenomenal every single game. You know, every game he was he had a great game.
0: Um, There's for some reason he always plays great against them. I don't know why they and chose to buy an air it over <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Exactly, I love it. Exactly. I love it that that was on camera, too. Exactly, oh that's goodness. exactly what it was right there. Yeah,
2: that's terrible. All was. Terrible decision,
0: yeah. man. Yeah, they went with a discount. That's all they did.
1: But let's go ahead and get into it, man. Like this, this uh Miami Philly series because Harden's cooked. He's cooked. I'm sorry Um, for him to have no points in the second half. Only two shot attempts. It's ridiculous. Like I was watching the fourth quarter. I'm watching Miami just dive for loose balls. I'm watching Miami get offensive rebounds. Nobody's showing any effort from Philly. And I'm just like, yo, like this team is not wanted bad enough. And that was where the outcome of it. I mean, of course, we all know Embiid was hurt. But I mean, of course, you know, Embiid definitely did all that he could. But unfortunately, his his. Partner in crime. The second option, Harden just was a no show. Harden says that you know he's willing to take less money for the uh, for the uh, for the Sixers to make something happen in the offseason. season. And, and then and then he said something as well that really kind of take me off. He was saying that in two years he like I don't I don't know exactly what he said, but he said that in two years he hasn't <laughs> been able to get his body right. And I'm thinking like, yo, like what, what have you been doing in two years then? So a- <laughs> it's insane to me. It's insane for Philly. Man, man, I I I can't
2: I'm not I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised. This is this has been James Harden since what 2015, you know, his inability to perform in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, But you know, just Friday it was just you know, you got a guard on your shield, man. You got a guard on your shield. Zero points in the second half. And then and then you post game, you're like the ball didn't get back to you when you're the point guard. I just your second best second best player on the team so the thing is you know and it's crazy bro I tweeted this in like 2019 I was like and I tweeted at Harden and and, and Daryl Morey I was like that style of play that step back you know tween tween dribble all of that it's not any and then you know even I think I, I, I probably saw it from the Kobe video when he was talking mm-hmm. to me yeah down with Rachel Nichols yeah, and when I thought about it. I was like, "Yo, like, yeah, he's he's right. <laughs> he's right. That's that's not gonna win, it, win you a championship." And this is a quote from Kobe, a guy that people you know call he was calling him a ball hog. That's what people were calling it. That, that was definitely a, a, a critique. And he's saying, "Yo, this is not gonna work if you want to win a championship." And he never evolved his game. No mid, no mid post game, um, no post ups, no middies. It's all just tween tween. Step back threes, and if it's not going to the free throw line, he's just mid. It's just mid, and it's tough to watch. It's tough to watch, man. And um, I feel bad for Embiid. I mean, he got broke a bone in his face, um, put put on the mask, and still able to go out there and you know try to give it his all. But next year, yeah, it's just I mean, this is what we've seen with Embiid too. Just hasn't been able to stay healthy, unfortunately, um, and this you know hasn't been able to get out the second round. Yet in his career, mm-hmm. so, so that's another another mountain he's going to have to climb here shortly because you know the Bucks are going to get healthy and the Heat and the Celtics aren't going anywhere. <laughs> so you know those are going to be more options. The Nets should be better next year with with you know those three guys figure it out. You know mentally, hope they they all get that figured out. So the Nets should be better. So it's just going to be enough tall some, you know tall hill to climb for this Sixer team. I didn't think Doc Rivers did a great job coaching in that that series. Jimmy Butler was really the only guy going off. Got to trap him, get the ball out of his hands, and make somebody else be the hero um, in in that series. And they just kind of just let him do one-on-ones. And even even Embiid came out and said, um, even Embiid came out and said, Harden is pretty much – we thought we was going to get the Houston Harden and we just never got that. Yeah. We, we got someone completely different. So, it's uh, – I, I, don't, I don't see how they get better.
0: I really don't. Can we say the process is probably over? Like it never made.
2: Well, Embiid, Embiid saved the process. He saved it.
0: Is, yeah. He saved it. And, I mean, everything else that's went on there has really been a flop, more or less, other than Embiid. Right, I mean, can, we can say that now, right? Ben Simmons, we thought was going to be something, turned out to be absolutely nothing. Uh, um, well, Marco Fultz,
1: unfortunately,
0: and it's i Oka- Smith Okafor. I mean,
1: this you know, know was, else, like, well,
0: I mean, he wasn't a flop, you know, he's just a bad situation. You know, he was hurt. His Kentucky boys never flop, okay? Yeah, um, <laughs> and we'll keep on moving so, like. Do they just – and I don't want to say blow this up and and start somewhere fresh on this because this is a decent team that they have put together here. But, I mean, do they move on from Harden? Like, do you try to get rid of him?
1: I feel like they should, but I don't know if they can at this point. But I want to ask you this, though, because I'm just going to be honest, though, like even as, you know, Simmons was waiting to get traded and he didn't play for like he, – he didn't play for the entire year of Philly, I felt like Philly was just a better team. Before Harden came along, you know, you had guys like Tyrese Maxey and these guys. Yeah, like, right. in, my, yeah in, in, my, in my opinion, Tyrese Maxey is a second option, in my opinion. Like, you know, when you give him the ball, he definitely makes things happen. Kentucky boy. So That's right. my question is, <laughs> does Embiid really need another star right next to him? Because in my opinion, like, I feel like, you know, as long as he's on the floor and as long as he's doing his thing and he has a good supporting cast, he could probably make something happen. So I don't, I don't know if he necessarily needs a second star alongside of him.
2: Yeah, if I, there's a way to get rid of the Harden, the hard deal. Um, I think that that'd be the best move for them. I agree with Nick. Let let Maxi be that second option, and and hopefully those that'd be your one-two punch. You know, um, you know, Michael and I spoke about this a little bit. We spoke we spoke about this a little bit on Facebook um, after the game. And I was you know, I was calling Harden the folder and, and all that, and you were like, you know, can can Maxi, you know, you, you are not sure right right now. If he, if he could be that, if he could be that guy, um, but he was kind of showing some flashes, like Nick said, you know, before they got that trade for Harden, and of course you had to take a step back a little bit because you know, for namesake, it's still James Harden. But you know, it's uh, it's been a difficult, it's been a difficult road, it's been a difficult road for uh, for Embiid, and like I said, I mean, you know, he's and the thing for Harden too is he's having these calf injuries, these hamstring injuries. That's, that's tough to be able to take, shoot all those threes now. That's a lot on your legs. It's a lot on your legs to shoot further from the basket going into the playoffs and expect you to keep that productivity uh, for that long. So, Am um, I giving him five years, and, you know, $200 million? Not a
0: chance. Not a chance. If he can't get to the foul line, I feel like he becomes not a superstar now. Like if if they get rid of that calling that with the extent of the arms that they do for him to get him to the free throw line a lot, Harden I think is almost done. And I'm I'm being probably a little extreme on that, but like you said, and we've talked about this before. Every time he either step backs to the right, he's shooting a fadeaway or a jump shot three ish, or if he's going to the left, he's going to the hole trying to get fouled scoring a layup. So if he can't get to the free throw line on going to his left, he's limited. Granted, he's an NBA player. I'm not saying I could guard him. I know that. I just – I feel like we kind of seen the end or the prime of Harden pass. I feel like we're almost into the last leg of his career as far as being a superstar. Now, if he were to just become up and say, hey, I know I'm going to start – have to be like a role player here or an ISO third option – yeah, I can see him making a more a career last. Yes. But I don't think he's winning a championship playing the role that he does right now, as a one or a two on a team. I think
2: he. I think he's settling into that. I think he wants to just be a point guard. He wants to be a playmaker. I mean, yeah, that's it's, the
1: thing though. Like you know, because Harden, is still a really good point or like a really good playmaker. So if you want to set him in, into that role where he's just like you know a traditional guy where he just has to dictate the offense and really and really set guys up, then that'd be great. But Unfortunately, you know he's in a position now where he's he's expected to be the James Harden that he was in Houston. So I think you're right. Maybe 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 he's past that prime. I'm not gonna say that he I'm not gonna say that he turns into a role player, but I think that he could still be a a great factor for a team. But I just don't know if he could be like a top two option for a championship team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not a chance. I'm <laughs> gonna well,
0: throw this out here just because the two names are in my head. If you had to pick a player right now, would you pick Drew Holiday or Harden?
1: Drew Holiday. That's your two. That's my number two. and yeah, At least defensively, like defensive-wise, yeah. I at least know that I'm going to get some from Drew Holiday. Yeah, I'm going to go with Drew, definitely. And that's the so thing too hard. It's like he doesn't even
2: play defense or do anything on that end either. It's like.
0: So that right there should, I mean, kind of tells me that he's not the superstar caliber anymore if you're taking Drew Holiday over him. So, I mean, yeah. Drew Holiday is the third option on that team.
1: I had already said that I would, I would, I would make Tyrese Maxi my true second option. So really, yeah, it has to be. Yeah, just to think over these past few years, you know, I, I've been arguing with so many people on Twitter. They were saying that Harden is better all time than Dwayne Wade. I was like, Yo, y'all are bugging.
2: Man, some were saying better than Kobe.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it's
0: wild. Bad. It was wild, man. See, uh, <laughs> here's the thing: you got spectators who watch the sport. And if somebody does something nice with the ball, they're like, oh, that's amazing. They forget about the other side of playing defense and everything. Like, to me, if you can have the number one offensive player on the team, but he'd be like the 50th ranked on defense, he's not that great of a player. He's just one sided. Like, if you could get a guy that is two way, as we say, a top 10 on both things top 10 offense, top 10 defense, that would be a better player than the number one offense and the number 50 defense in one player. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like our casuals just see the highlight plays. You know, James Harden probably in the one move or one they play. They mostly just over. look
1: at the numbers because I'll be real hard is really not even that skilled in my opinion.
0: He really only – and. I hate to always say it, but he has two moves. It's between the legs, step back, the walk, to the right, and shoots a three. Or lowers his shoulder, not same charge, just gets past the guy, drives down the left side, shoots left hand lay layup. That's really all he does, and he looks slow doing it. Sorry. That's it, man. I'm to have to get me a cough drop. i to have a cough fest here on no, y'all. You're no, you're good. Um, but, uh,
2: it's tough, man. It's tough for – for him to be your second best guy, you just you can't win a championship with him as your second best guy. It's impossible. It's just impossible. I mean, we have seen okay. seven years of um, inconsistent play when it matters in the postseason. So I uh, just can't. You can't have that be your. Hang
0: you know, on, your, Wade is the greater I'm, all time, but I'd rather have Harden on my team. That's that does. I mean, I'm not trying to call explain you out
1: yourself. Explain yeah, yourself. His like, like like Wade that, is guy. greater. Then why would you rather have Harden? Because explain yourself, please. We're gonna need more. I don't, I don't get that at all.
0: and four too. I mean, Wade could take over a game. Harden could take over a game, but Wade won a championship. I mean, there, right. right there. I mean, because he took over.
1: Let's let's be honest here. Like you know, during the Big Three era, it was clear that LeBron was <laughs> the best player. But Jesus, I remember I was going back with Shaq. Oh, uh, d, d Wade was by far the, the best player between him and Shaq, and like d- during those times. But like, I'm thinking about like the Big Three era, and I'm I'm thinking about those series that they had against Indiana. I, I saw D Wade go up for about thirty, for about forty points, you know, in in crucial playoff games. So even though Wade took a step back during that time, when when it, when the team needed him most, he definitely did step up to a degree. Harden. I haven't seen that as a yet. Like you know, obviously you know in Game Six, but even even before, honestly, like I remember when Houston played San Antonio. I think it was like twenty sixteen or whatever. He had like ten points in a um, in a in a in a, um, in a, in a uh, elimination game, and this was a game where San Antonio didn't even have a Kawhi. So it was like you know, what I'm saying like Harden has a history of these games where it's like, where it's just like you know he just kind of disappears as time goes on, in my opinion.
0: Well, what about the Warriors and the Rockets? when they had Chris Paul, didn't he have, like, five points that game? Uh, Harden have, like, single-digit points in that Game 7 series?
1: I can't remember that, but I'm sure everybody remembers, you know, Houston going, like, what, 0 for 27 from the three-point line in that game? So I think Chris
0: Paul got hurt that series. Like, well, James Harden's mm-hmm. still there. He, he'll be the man. He'll take over. And he was a no-show. Uh I kind of want to look up stats, but I don't even know what year it was or anything like
1: that. But I, I think it was twenty eighteen because that was the year where we, I think, we repeated that year. Twenty eighteen, you got twenty
2: twenty nineteen um, when when no 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 Kevin Durant and they lost to the they lost to the Warriors. Warriors. yep. I thought that I thought that was the window for them to you know get get past get past the Warriors that year. We weren't able to do it. Spurs debacle, debacle. Harden was
1: terrible in that game against San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You uh, can so, even date it back to when um, when OKC played Miami in the finals. That's where it all started.
2: <laughs> I mean, he had that. He had the great Western Conference Finals against the Spurs mm-hmm. that year. You know, he played out of his mind. Everybody's like, "Yo, you know, this team could give Miami problems." And you know, he just
1: was a no show. I remember uh, Kendrick Perkins was on all the smoke. And he was saying that you know Harden hard um, Harden was dealing with like all that Miami stuff down there. So that's why he didn't. That's why he was able to perform well. It, it it doesn't surprise me
2: yeah it doesn't surprise me but again i mean if you you know if you're that great guy you, you you could you should be able to do both have have your fun and then when it matters go out there and and do what you got to do i'm pretty sure there's been plenty of you know you know lebron <coughs> sure on their day off or even before games they've you know had some fun and then when it's exactly. time to play it's time to play
0: and for Harden he just doesn't do that yeah I, so many things in my head. i seen a document or a a clip. It was on something on Instagram. Maybe it's talking about Michael Jordan, uh, how he would actually stay up till like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and still be up at 8 in the next morning to actually practice and gambling and all this stuff. Some people just can handle the the, the nightlife and some can't. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, who we think uh, match up with the Heat and the Celtics? Did we give our predictions or anything?
1: I'm gonna say Celtics, Celtics, Celtics and seven. Right. Celtics yep. and seven.
0: Mm-hmm. Same. Well, I'm going I'm to Heat and six because you know that is my team. And I do think the all around defense from one through five from Miami can actually give Tatum a lot to work with here. Uh, uh those they'll, they'll switch every pick, they'll they'll switch on all those there, and I think that'll actually cause some more ruckus but, hey, that, for that.
1: That that Boston defense is tough good. <coughs> that Boston me. defense is tough. I'm dying here, boys. Yeah. So do, y'all, do you think
0: either team will score over 100 points in this series? Yeah, they will. They
2: definitely will. First, oh, first, first one to get 100 probably gets to win.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so I know cool.
0: our last episode, me and CJ, we said we didn't think that Philly would score 100 points in any of the games against Miami because Embiid was out. And I think every game they lost, they were under 100 points. <laughs>
1: That's well, but let me ask y'all um this because um CJ pointed out earlier about um Jimmy Butler having such a great series um against Philly, um considering that you know that they are going up against a tough Boston defense, do y'all do you see him like making the same impact in this series compared to against against Philly?
0: I think he has to. I mean, he he is the leader on that team. Like he has to. Now. It's going to be different to me. I don't think he has to have the 30 points or whatever to lead the team. I think he's got to have the crunch points. He's got to have, like, the fourth quarter points. Like, okay, guys, it's it's crunch time now. Give me the ball. Let me go get 10 in this quarter. I think that's where I'm really going to watch more of a but, Butler taking over during those times. I just really think both teams are going to, to depend on their defense to cause easy buckets, cause some turnovers, get some easy points off of that. And I think that's going to be really the the pivotal point on who wins. And like even we said, whoever scores hundred first probably wins. But Butler, I think, will lead at the beginning of the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter, where I think it's most important that he takes over.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I, and I I would say that you would hope he gets to thirty because he's, mm-hmm. they're going to need it. They're going to need it, man. Um, you know, this is just a this is a hard for team. It needs to be an efficient thirty. Can't be a you know. Ten for twenty-seven, you know, thirty-two. It needs to be efficient. And those other guys have this. Bam has to be big time in this series. I mean, uh, again, you know, I didn't really see too much from him. You know, the first two games without Embiid he played like a monster. When Embiid came back, kind of came back to you know, kind of came back to earth there. So um, now you got Horford. Now you got Horford on you now. Robert Williams, Grant Williams. Those are dudes. Those are dudes on you now. So. You know, how how are you going to perform? I, you know, I feel the same way between him and, and Aiden a little bit. You know, there's times where he looks excellent and he looks like, yo, this guy could be, you know, really good and be could possibly be a second-best player on the, on the championship team. And then there's other times where you just don't see that. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays in this Eastern Conference Finals. They were able to do that. Remember that he had that crazy block on Tatum in the bubble, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Eastern Conference Finals. He made, those, he made some big plays in that time. Um, I'm sure to see if he could be able to, you know, duplicate that uh, type of dominance um, against Boston. But I just feel like, again, I think it's Boston's year. Uh, I think they've been playing great great basketball uh, since the second, since the new year, really, Um, since the new 2022, that they've been playing some of the best basketball in the NBA and Tatum Tatum is Tatum is right. He's trying to establish himself as top, top five, top seven, however you want to put it. He's, you know, he, took out KD, took out Giannis. I mean, if he could take out Butler and then, you know, whoever comes out of That's a
1: tough two like first two rounds. Yeah, yeah. And
2: that's if you could the take out two Butler
1: as well. Ex- exactly.
2: Exactly. If you could take out Butler, I mean if you could if you take out Butler and then whoever wins between Luca and Steph, I mean what do we I mean that's that's a that's an old time that's an old timer for postseason and you, you you gotta start putting him in that conversation as uh one of the best players in the NBA.
0: Hmm.
1: I'll be honest, man. Like as a Warriors fan, I definitely believe that we are going to get past the series against Dallas, but I'm not too confident about Boston. I'm not too confident really? about playing them. What about oh, Miami? <clears throat> Miami, I can see it. Um, I, th- I think I think Miami will be tough, but if like say say for instance, like you know the, the Heat and the Warriors did play, I would say the Warriors would probably win in six. But Boston's a Boston's different, man. I'm sorry, Boston is different. In my they can't it do might.
0: anything wrong. I really feel like they just cannot do anything wrong right now.
1: Besides that game five um collision, um, you know, with, with Marcus Smart, you know, lost the ball in, at the end of the game. But, you know, besides that, they've been pretty good, to say the least.
0: Right.
1: Yeah.
2: What What up? Yeah, like, I mean, Tatum, what man, he's
0: – Tatum
2: and Luca, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean and, I, and I was thinking about this too. George. <laughs> Uh Jordan Jordan. Jordan signed Luca and he signed Tatum to uh to Team Jordan a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. He got Zion too. And I think Zion next year is gonna, you know, be right there with those three guys um very soon is gonna put establish himself. But yeah, Team Jordan right now is just looking Jordan knows what he's doing. Let's put it that way. I mean, you got two of the best young players in the NBA showing out, both of those guys in the East in their conference finals. It's uh if you're if you're a joint team Jordan guy, <laughs> sure Mike is already, you know, he's already raining the money, but even more is coming in now. You gotta get both of those guys some signature shoes, man. It's time.
1: Oh, without question. You gotta make it happen. Man, what speaking of mean? shoes, like did I hear about um, Nike possibly ending their uh, contract with Kyrie? Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's Crazy. it's weird. It's weird. Cause they're you know they're not sure if he's gonna play basketball long term and you know, I I was watching his Twitch a little bit. Uh, he was on. He's been on Twitch the last few days. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, talking. Got some free
0: time, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, that definitely, definitely got some free time, and he was uh, he was talking to the viewers. He was like, "Just give me a year," and of course, everybody's going to talk about that. You know, 2017, 2018 with the Celtics, and how that, how that transpired, and he was breaking things down you guys get a chance to watch that on, on YouTube or maybe on Twitch, to check that out and see it from his perspective, man. I think it's good, you know, players coming out, and, you know, you know oh, on yeah, yeah. platforms and, you know, speaking about how they feel about
1: certain things and not just letting the media control the narrative. Oh, yeah, without question. I saw I saw a few clips of him. He was talking about, like, his um, – I think he did, I think it's something like, the first time he met Kobe and stuff like that, and then he was talking about some other stuff as well. So Kyrie got time on his hands, man. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Sure. Trying to think. Right now,
0: the only true I mean, look how younger finals is looking like right now for the NBA. I mean, you got Steph, who's who's the main one on that team. Who's I think he's what? Almost close to thirties. He's he's four
1: thirty, yeah, thirty four.
0: Okay, I was thinking thirty two. So you got Steph who's getting up there. Luca twenty three. Tatum Tatum's
1: around twenty four. I think he's twenty
0: four. Uh, you've got Butler, who's probably 27. He's probably one of the older ones. I guess maybe. I think Butler might be in Butler. his 30s. Butler's
1: 32. Yeah. 32 is, say, okay. yeah. So
0: so Butler, but that team is young. Yeah, Bam. Bam.
1: Bam is probably like what 25, 26. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, this is kind of looking like a a change of I'm going to say scenery or a passing of a torch for the finals. Excuse me. I'm kind of liking it. I mean, have you all enjoyed this NBA season? It's a lot of our younger guys are stepping up and be filling in a lot of like Kevin Durant first round out. LeBron James not even in it. It's, It's looking like a new era generation for the NBA. We didn't even have Zion all year.
1: I think the NBA needed this, honestly, because, you know, obviously we all know like throughout that whole stretch of the 2010s, it was LeBron getting to the finals every single year, every single year. So it was like, you know, we never really got a chance to really see like a lot of these young guys get like an opportunity to really showcase themselves and really make a deep playoff run. So now we're going into a new era where it's not LeBron, it's not KD. I mean, Steph, Steph is still in it, which I mean, it's good, but you know, it's not, it's not, it's not the same players anymore. Now we got Tatum, we got, um, Luca, um,
0: I mean, I'll would say hero in there with that. I think it's fair to hero. say. Hero
1: of the year, hero, and um, hopefully, Jokic can possibly get can, um possibly get far in the playoffs as well. But you know, we're definitely going into a new era. I mean, we, we saw last year with Giannis, when Giannis was able to get his first chip. So you know, it's 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 coming it's coming into a new age now, in my, in my opinion, and and I like it. It's great, it's great, young stars, uh, all those guys you mentioned. Uh, you know, what twenty
2: seven, <laughs> or younger. Um, so we're gonna see those guys for the next. You know, a few years, and we're going to see who's, who's going to be the best of the best in, in, in this era, the 2020s era. Um,
1: it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Sorry, leave a comment. So, your own. do we Honestly, give Tatum that um, that superstar name already, or should we still give it time? I'm going to wait this next series. I want to watch this next okay. series. I mean,
2: I mean, 46 on Friday. I mean, I, we didn't even really talk about that. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> close out
0: too. Was that yeah, on the road or was that home? That was at home. yeah was was, was. was in on Milwaukee. the road.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won. It was oh. in Milwaukee. Um, you know, that was an amazing. That was an amazing game uh, from him to you know for them to even bring it back to to Boston and, and close it out t- today. So mm-hmm. superstar. Yeah, I mean, he led his team to Eastern Conference Finals. Got it. I mean, yeah, sure. Put them in that. I mean, you can put them in there. That, and that's the word, you know, word superstar. You know, it's just it is it is being thrown around, you know, too loosely today. I would say, um, you know, you ask people, what's the definition of it? You know, you get different type of answers. So uh, I would say I would say right there on the cusp. Yeah. You know, I use I mean, if he if he gets to the finals this year. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't deny it.
0: Gotta I agree it. with that. Sorry, I'm reading on our uh, color cast here. Uh, Corey said that John Morant's tweeting out the Suns look shook thoughts.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, John Morant's Twitter man. king. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's starting to. It's crazy. People love the Grizzlies in the regular season, and then once the playoffs started, same thing with the Suns too. I mean, yeah, I don't know what it was. I, I don't know what it was. Like maybe it's you know the, you know it's not that many teams now to talk about and you know you know casuals and you know some fans just picking you know one team, one or two teams and just you know jump on and it seems to be like the Suns and and the Grizzlies kind of kind of being those those two teams. Of course, is going to talk trash cuz he feels like one you know he got hurt and he feels like you know if he was if he was playing in those games they they would have beat them and I think I
1: think they would have I mean <laughs> this is exactly why the Warriors just stressed me out so much, bro cuz Jr didn't even play in those last three games and we 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 struggled to even get past this series. Mm-hmm.
0: And let's be honest, he grabbed number his knee. Two, number two
1: seed for mm-hmm. grabbed his,
0: He grabbed his knee. I don't.
1: I don't consider that like as the play that like got him hurt. I mean, I get it. You know, grabbing the knee was on call for, it, but I don't. I don't. I don't know if it was like considered dirty. Like, and that was the play that like got him hurt. In my opinion,
0: I don't either. But I mean, it made me think. Like, was it on purpose that he grabbed it? Like. Was it incidental? It didn't but look too. Incidental. That whole
1: series was chippy, though. That whole series was chippy. It was physical. It was. Um, even from like game one, you know, with Draymond getting ejected, and then of course Dylan Brooks getting suspended for game three. So from the jump, it was it was chippy. But I like it though.
0: I do too. Makes it entertaining. Yeah,
2: slow slow motion makes everything look worse. I mean, if we slow mode, you know, you know this episode, you know, it looked <laughs> look crazy. You know, <laughs> looking at the way we're talking and stuff. So when you throw things in slow mo. Everybody looks like the bad guy, um, and that's just happened. I don't think it was malicious. I don't think it was intentional. Um, it's just a part of the game. It's just a part of the game. I mean, what Dylan Brooks did wasn't a part of the game. Smacking the dude upside the head, and it was a badly attempt, a badly, bad steal attempt.
1: Yeah, and in the bad. rest of the series, um, Gary Payton II.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah, if, if 100, if 100%. So he just... Draymond, I mean, it was you know kind of up and down, and he, to me at first, on first look, it looked like he was trying to hold him up, and then you know kind of and again looking at the replay in slow mo, you know, kind of you know looks, it looks really bad, but man, I don't again, I don't think it was malicious. It's unfortunate. We've seen injuries. The Bucks had injuries. They don't have Middleton.
0: Unfortunately, the Grizzlies
2: were were one of those teams as well.
0: So, so quick question: Are we getting a? Championship team out of the East or out of the West? City East.
1: I don't I'm even thinking, know. Don't I'm going to go
0: East too, really. Because you know, know, the even though Memphis did look better without Jaw most of the year in the season too, you do raise up a good point as far as not having Jaw. Golden State did struggle there. <coughs> Excuse me. And when it comes to the finals, defense prevails quite a bit, and both Miami and the Celtics have great defense. So I, I, I'm actually going to go with possibly the winner will be coming out of the East.
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. You can't say it. I can't go. I mean, my, my team's in the West. Like, you know, I can't go against the West. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to look bad, but I will say it's not going to be easy because both of those teams in the East are some great defensive teams. So, like I said, I expect Golden State to get out of the West. I feel like they can definitely get out of the West, but whether it's Miami or Boston, particularly Boston, that tough defense that they're going to be going up against is not going to be easy. Like, you know, especially when, you know, with Steph running around, you know, um, like coming off the screens and everything like, you know, this is going to like, this is going to be a different level of defense going into the finals.
2: Yeah. I, I just think the the Celtics, they have the wings to get it done against either of those teams in the West. If they if they were to get past Miami, uh, you got smart, Brown, Tatum, Grant Williams is versatile. Holford can be out there on, on switches and try to get it done. So, uh, they got the size, they can rebound, and that's something that you know, the Warriors struggle with. They struggle with <laughs> the size. Uh, I just feel like, you know, it's, you know, obviously they got to beat Miami. Um, and that's not, that's not going to be easy because we said they did beat them in, the, in that bubble year. I mean, relatively. I mean, they didn't have Holford that year, which I think is a, right. is a big factor,
1: but, um, and he made your I, I, a better coasted, Brett Brad Stevens, in my opinion. For, for sure, for sure, for sure. And,
2: um, I just again, I thought that was versatile wings. That's what you need to win in the NBA. That's what you need today, um, and I think they match up well against Golden State. Pretty Holford on Draymond. It's, it's a pretty pretty good matchup right there. Okay, so I'm
0: hearing Heat's winning. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> what I love to hear.
1: So as a Warriors fan, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. Like I haven't felt this way probably since even before the championships when, like, we were young in like 2013, 2014. You know, when we were trying to establish ourselves. I don't know what the I don't know what the outcome is going to be this year for us.
2: It's, uh, it's interesting for Steph, man. I mean, he could. I mean, mm-hmm. he could. He kind of dead this narrative right here. Uh, what because I, I feel I personally I feel like yes, they won the one in 2015. Folded in 2016. And then you, you get KD, and then you become dynastic. So if he's able to get this one without KD, but it puts him it puts him in a in a, in a definitely a different class. And if he's able to get that Finals MVP, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, um, you know, it puts him in a in a category where kind of kind of you got to dead some of that, that some of that criticism that's kind of been hanging over him over over the last couple of years. I know they got hurt, but you know after you know after KD, even even when KD came back and tried to play. It looked like they were about to run away and, you know, beat the Raptors. KD had, what, well, 12 points in the first quarter in that game before he blew his <laughs> out. So, I mean, uh, they, and then after they lost him, and I know they lost Clay as well with the ACL, uh, if they could stay healthy and do it with this nuclear core again and get another championship, i
0: to have to throw him in that top
2: ten ever.
0: I have to. Yeah. I'm just glad. I think this season or this playoffs right now, there's a different – sense of a narrative and I I think it's more refreshing like we don't have the LeBron's team and whatever you know and again of course I am a hater on that but it's it's something different that we get to hear Oh, LeBron's I'm night.
1: I'm happy about it, 100% cuz I mean like I said yeah. I mean I like I'll be honest like the Warriors and Cavs met in the Warriors. finals for four straight years what is it what do you think no, about that honestly no, I disagree I disagree 100% Steph Steph averaged around like 27 28 a game that series I think it should have belonged to him I, I guess I can understand why they gave it to Iguodala, because once Steve Kerr said no. Iguodala in the starting lineup of no. that was that was that was where the series changed because you gotta remember, like we were down two one, and Dela Vadova was just locking stuff up. The whole the whole narrative was like, oh Steph can't really do nothing in the finals, so Steph can't Steph can't take this type of defense. Then all of a sudden, Iguodala gets inserted gets inserted into the starting lineup, and then that's when everything changed for us. But so, still,
0: like he was guarding LeBron, like that was basically yeah. his purpose was to guard LeBron, and LeBron was having forty ten and tens. It seemed like, and like, oh, he may win the, the finals and still lose. Let's give it to the guy who was trying to shut him down.
1: Like, I agree. It made, like, like sense to me. I would have gave it to Steph. <laughs> I would have never given it to Iguodala. Like, okay, okay, okay. I'm with you. They announced it. I was like, you know what? Like, I, I was like, yo, like this is weird. But a part of me understands it because once he was inserted into the starting lineup, that's when things did change for Golden State because we were down two one going into Game Four, and then that's when uh, Steve Kerr made that adjustment. So I can understand it from that from that perspective. But I can make an argument and say that Steph should have won it in 2018, in my opinion, because I feel like he was the better player in 2018 compared to KD who won it. Only reason why KD won it was because he dropped 43 in that game three. And and I think that game Steph Steph shot horribly horribly in that game three. And then, of course, we all know that KD hit that big-time shot to end the game. So that was – in my opinion, that was the reason why KD won the finals MVP was because Mm -hmm. of that game three. But besides that, game one, two, and four, in my opinion, Steph was the better player.
2: Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Logan
1: said, Steph's first tweet, if the Warriors win the chip.
0: Yo, Kevin, where you at?
2: Yeah, it's so weird now. You know, everybody's like, you know, when when Kevin went there, it's, oh, uh, you're weak and yada, yada, yada. And then exactly so he, as soon as he leaves and gets swept, he should have <laughs> never left. You know, it's just mm-hmm. so, you know, you, you know these, these basketball fans are so, you know, they love to the flip-flop. And they act like six years ago, it never happened. You know, they would call him the weakest superstar of all time, Stephen A. Smith. And then, you know, now, you know, last Thursday, he's like, you should have never left Golden State. It's like, it's... It's disgusting, to me with Those lazy takes. It's wild to me. Haters it's are going wild to me. I got, I got to take. I feel that like, you know. I know we, you know, we kind of try to stay away from, you know, the both, both else. <laughs>
1: oh, but
2: geez. I feel like, man, the way it's looking right now, I just don't see. I don't see Braun getting another chip,
1: man. Oh no, it, it's over. It's over.
2: I don't see it. <laughs> I don't. I just. It's tough for me. Not right now.
0: He'll orchestrate something where either everyone's traded or he gets traded, so he can go play with LeBron. The Lakers don't have assets,
1: man. That's clock's the thing, ticking. And in, yeah, so like, in my opinion, like in my opinion, like you're, you're gonna have to run it with the same team, practically the same team going into next year. And who knows who's gonna be the coach next year? So the Lakers so, aren't gonna be good no time soon, in my opinion.
2: Who's that gonna be? Atkinson? I think that's probably the most
1: LeBron.
0: He's gonna coach.
1: I mean, of course, of course. He's, he's um,
0: just going to coach too. He's going to play. Coach. They were saying that uh, Phil
1: Handy was interested in uh, being in becoming a coach, but I don't know if Phil Handy will be the coach for that Laker team. And I and I and I love Phil Handy. I love I love what he does as far as training and everything. But I don't know if he I don't know if he should be the coach for that team, especially with his first year being a head coach. No, feel, yeah,
2: Phil at retirement. feels like seventy six not happening. He's not, doing, he's, he's not doing road games. He's not going on road games. I remember, man, people were Neither talking like, about <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's>, uh... <laughs> people were talking about people were talking about, you know, when, when Phil was the president of the Knicks, he should come down and be the coach. And he pretty much dead dead that because he didn't want to do road games. And that was he was like 70 back then. So now he's 76. I, I just, I don't see a, I don't see him even that it's just dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional. I mean, Jeannie's really, she, she, I guess she, she owns the team by title, but just not by decision making because it looks like Rambus has a hold over it. Now, <laughs> I mean, I get it. You want to, you want, you want to have a team around you, to, you know, help you so out. There's, the
1: teams, so there's a rumor that came out a few days ago. It said that Phil Jackson said that he would want LeBron traded and that the Lakers keep Westbrook. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't know if it's true or not, but that was what uh, came out a few days ago.
0: I think believe. it's true, actually, because I think Phil would say something like that to try to lower LeBron compared to Michael Jordan, and that would probably. And a, be a lot of totally people, know,
1: a, a lot of people may not remember, but like LeBron and Phil Jackson, they actually have like, like, have had like issues in the past before. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, with the whole posse thing. Yeah, <clears throat> a couple. Yeah, 20, 2014 with the posse comment in his book. Um,
1: but I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You trade LeBron to get what? Stephen A. also said it like what, like a few weeks ago as well, and that was wild to me.
2: It's lazy. It's just lazy. It's lazy. Um, What do you get in return? If LeBron
0: gets traded, let's just hypothetically. Where does he he, he go? I mean, who has what? You're probably asking for him, you know. But it's
2: so easy for these guys to. It's so easy for these guys to say that, and then when the follow up comes of that, what I just said. They have no answer for that. So you can, they, all they can say is, oh, trade LeBron, trade LeBron. But nobody asked them, okay, for what? Okay, break it down for me. I mean,
0: if you were he to would, trade LeBron, would you would have to, like, get three first-round picks and the superstar in return, right?
2: I'm not – I mean, yeah, yeah, essentially right. That that would be – that would have to be it, but I wouldn't do that.
0: No, I mean, that's – but everyone has have AD as your first Adam option. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> A superstar with AD
1: and Westbrook? With three first rounds, he's talking like, want the team not getting into the playoffs. They're not even sniffing the plan. I'm sorry. And if then AD again, plays
0: it, yes, but you know he's day to day.
1: Exactly, like, day to the day.
2: Then again, it just becomes a, it just adds more to the to what everybody says when you, when you get LeBron. You know, it just be the opposite. Now you're losing assets. You're losing assets and draft right. picks to try to get them. And then when you get them, you lose picks and you lose assets. So yep. it's like. It's just the same thing, man. It's it's just a rinse and repeat. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to
1: think of a team that would actually like trade, for, or like like at least at least like a playoff team that could like you know make a trade like actually work. Like if if there is a hypothetical LeBron trade, like I don't know if LeBron hey. could can get Miami for Jimmy Butler. Why would y'all do that? I mean, I I don't want to. I'm just saying,
0: like yeah. as far as teams, I mean, we have at least the depth of players that we could trade with
2: LeBron, LeBron uh, for James Harden.
0: There we go. <laughs> no, I'm just Zion.
2: kidding. I would do that if I'm Philly, <laughs> but no Philly. Yeah, if I'm Philly, if I'm the Sixers, I would do that. But I mean, the Lakers. The Lakers shouldn't sign. Why would they sign up for that? That's a terrible trade on the Lakers on the Lakers side. That's disgusting, yeah. man. Like <laughs> freaking Harden back. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron in Miami. Does I mean LeBron left Miami for more control because right. you know Pat Riley. Pat Riley runs that. So wow. you know he wouldn't get. He wouldn't. I mean. Yeah, he, I mean, he won two uh, after, after leaving Pat. So, I guess, you know, it's kind of 50-50. Not, 50, 50, 50. not, not yet. Yeah, not, not 40. Right.
0: Not
2: five. <laughs> yeah. The Nets for Simmons and two picks? Mm, nah. That's, that's like the most 2K built team ever. And that's not – and that wouldn't even – it wouldn't even work out. You talk about
1: day-to-day. Simmons just missed this game. whole year. The you put him back. and Anthony Davis, oh, yeah. <laughs> LeBron and KD oh, yeah.
2: and and Kyrie would not work out.
1: No, not, works, not Steve fun. Nash no.
2: coaching, not a chance. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> not a chance. That's a that's a two, that's a two K team, Logan. <laughs> that's a two K
1: built team. Um,
0: I think the only way he gets traded is if, like there's a Bronny pick in there somehow,
1: and that's and not that's- this year. That's the only way he probably will ever get traded because we all know Le- we all know that LeBron wants to play with Bronny, so that's why I can only see it happen happening within like a few years. Like, cause that's because I mean let's say for instance, like, you know, the Le- Bronny gets Bronny gets picked by Sacramento or something, mm-hmm. then I could see that happening. But LeBron LeBron's in LA. LeBron's staying in LA. Yo, that's where he wants to be.
2: Y'all yeah, think LeBron's gonna go to the Kings? If, well, if come on. if come on. I don't think so.
1: I don't He's
2: think. Saying, I think it's Bronny whatever. Go go LeBron, wherever.
1: LeBron said, Yeah, that was saying LeBron. Said he wants to play with his son. He, he he didn't say he didn't say against his son. He said with his son.
2: I mean, Mike Brown, he coached Mike Brown and I mean, that that could be a nice little story there, but yeah, if he goes to the Kings at 41 or something like that, man. <laughs> that that
1: wow, uh, somehow I think there's going to be some
2: I think there's going to be some talks behind the scenes of, you know, <laughs> let's just, Talking to, te- talking to some teams. Oh, wow.
0: right. Yes,
2: 100, 100%, 100%. 100%. Definitely,
0: bro. Definitely. LeBron all of a sudden, make some kind of NBA promotional that's like is a, the next Space Jams 3 and it promotes NBA teams like galore and they make a billion bucks off of it. Oh, Bronny somehow ended up on my team, guys.
2: He gets word that Bronny's going to the Kings.
0: He's dead at night. <laughs> Look, Le- LeBron might buy the team just so that they couldn't pick him. Be, like, no, that, that, going? Would be that would be smart.
1: That would be smart. <laughs> that that go, would be what they should do. They're going to try to mix up the ping pong balls in the, um, during the lottery. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> lottery next week. Or well, this yeah. week coming up.
1: Actually, so, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the Lakers would have one ping pong ball in there. And it's say Bronny was going number one. Be like, the Lakers, wow, the first pick.
1: Yeah. I don't even know if Bronny goes number one. Bronny might be at least, like, top 20.
0: I mean, okay, can we can we go into that a little bit? Like, Bronny's only averaging six points a game, right?
1: I don't know what the average is, honestly. But I think Bronny's good, in my opinion. Like, you know, I know I know a lot of people are saying that, oh, he's not, he's not a true, like, you know, top prospect. In my opinion, Bronny's really good from what I've seen.
0: Okay, see, because I haven't watched he play. But I've heard a lot of people say, like, he's not even averaging, averaging double digits, but I mean, he's a junior, I think right now still. So, I mean, he's still probably on. Yeah, people forget
1: like, you know, like he had like, I think he had like an MCL uh, surgery or whatever as well. So, I mean, like he's, he's also been through, he's also been through some injuries as well. So.
2: Yeah. He hasn't been great. Um, I mean, it's again, I mean, it's tough. You got that. Name. <laughs> it's so tough. You gotta, you gotta yeah, rock with is. that name for the rest of your life. Uh, it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure.
0: Uh Here you go, CJ. This is for you. Bringing it up, Bronny to the Knicks. I mean, would you like that?
2: We got to we got to see how things play out, man. We got to see how things play out. We got to see how how how. I think you know, Bronny. Yeah, yeah. Bronny has two. Bronny has two years. Um. Senior year in high school, and then the freshman year probably gonna be life's gonna be one and done. Or maybe they they might well, change
0: it to come out of high. School. Yeah. I was gonna ask you, do you think he, he goes to college one year? Or do you think he actually just goes G League or overseas?
2: He could, yeah, he could do that. He could he could do that. Uh, I can see I can see the G League route or or college.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but yeah, he has two years. Yeah, I mean the last his first couple years, you know, Amari Bailey was the guy over there in Sierra Canyon. He's about to go to UCLA. Uh, he's <laughs> going to be really good. So now, it's this, now this year is kind of his team. Uh, he's playing pretty well in AAU right now against, you know, in, in this AAU circuit, you know, it's a lot of top guys that that's mm-hmm. going to be in his class that are going to come out and really play well. So he's kind of holding his own in that from that aspect. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a good player. He's going to be a really good
0: player. Okay. I'm dead with that. I haven't been up watching too much. AAU, it's a whole new thing. I just don't yeah. catch it too much. Guys, we're an hour and 20-some minutes into this. It's 11 o'clock my time. I think you guys are East Coast too, right?
1: Yes. I'm Central,
0: City. so it's it's, uh, it's yeah. 10 o'clock. <laughs> okay. Uh, got anything else y'all want to talk about? Uh, next week, I didn't even realize it's the lottery on that. i uh, excited to see where that goes. We'll have to start diving in a little bit of talks here soon. Oh, yeah, into the, the draft, yeah. The draft and, and stuff. Sir.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to make just that last point. I mean – this is going to be a good. It's going to be a really good draft. It's to, I think it's going to be a really good draft. I think. I think the Pistons, uh, they they hit a home run, with whoever they get, man. I think in a couple of years with K Bay, I've been they, saying they, that, man. They, they get that. Pistons. They get that next guy. They could be. They could be really good.
1: I agree 100. percent Definitely agree. What well, y'all think
0: about I think Stewart gonna- too, Isaiah Stewart?
1: Like Stewart, I think he's a power forward. Not a yeah, center. he's nice. He's nice. He's the one that definitely. went for the LeBron rap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah. has to control his uh, temperament. But besides that, you know, he's a he's 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 a pretty good talent. But honestly, Detroit they got a lot of nice talent. Cade is there. Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bay, who had a fifty-point game um in the season. So Detroit has a lot of talent over there. It's just all about you know how they can really construct that roster and really make things happen going forward.
2: Yep, they're one. They're a home run pick away and a and a coach away. I think Casey <laughs> Casey's a foundational guy. Uh, he's not. He's like he's, he's not a guy that's gonna. He's not a coach that's gonna help you win a championship. He's a good developmental type coach. Um, Who y'all got going number one overall? Probably Paulo. I'm gonna say Chet.
1: Okay.
2: I'm gonna. Say, it depends on. The, it depends on the team. It depends yeah, on. The yeah, team. that's true. That's true. I think if the Pistons get the number one pick.
1: I wanted it. I wanted it to be uh, Jabari Smith, but unfortunately, you know, considering Auburn, I think they got out in the second round. I think that kind of cost them. You know, that number one pick. It might hurt him. It
2: might hurt him a little bit. It might hurt him a little bit. Um, he's really good too. He's really good too. Um, and yeah, I think those. I think that's the top three for sure.
0: I've um, not bought into Apollo. I don't know why. I just I'm I'm hesitant on him for some reason.
1: He's pretty skilled. I like him. Yeah, he's I've been covering since high school.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, he's not a great three point shooter right now, uh, but he has a nice mid range game. He knows how to use his size. Uh, he's he's going to be right. goes to the right team, right situation. He's going to be a really, really good player. Um, really good player, man. Uh, just same thing for Jabari. They're kind of similar um, in terms of their size. Uh, Chet, Chet is like a, you know, unit, could be a unicorn type. If he could put some size on, he's going to get baby. He's going to get baby. <laughs> sure. So he's going to have to put some muscle on. Um, if he could work out, he could be a superstar for sure. Because he has an ability to switch out and, and block shots, play defense, knock down shots on the outside, can be a nice two-way young player. But he has, to, he has to put on some muscle. He can't play at that size
1: in the NBA. Oh yeah, muscle. oh yeah, without question. Yeah, definitely. Even for Jabari Smith as well. Like he definitely has to put on that muscle. Yep.
0: All right, guys. I believe we'll wrap it on up here. Uh, everyone, thank you all for watching. Nick, go ahead and give all your shout-outs real quick, and we'll go with CJ and on around here.
1: Yes, um, follow me on Twitter at NickAndreATR. Obviously, I'm very active um, on NBA Twitter. Though, so, yeah, definitely check me out. You'll see me um, tweet out some very pissed-off um, Warriors tweets, you know, after uh, Friday night. But, yeah, definitely check me out. And I have an announcement, man. I made a TikTok, and it's fun. Oh! Okay. it's It's pretty fun. I've been addicted to it all weekend, man. But yeah, follow me on TikTok. Wait, wait, wait. Game.
0: Are you making content, or yeah. are you just? Like, I actually,
1: okay. I have, I have two videos out there now. I have two okay. videos out now, and I have more right. coming soon. It's pretty fun and it's pretty addicting. I've been on it pretty much all weekend. But yeah, follow me on TikTok at Nick Andre ATR. Check out my content there. There we go. Nice, nice. Um,
2: Garda podcast, Garda pod on IG,
1: um,
2: Linktree. <laughs> dot com slash follow all my links um, and for everything that I'm doing obviously count the bucket here on Sundays at nine thirty the hard count with uh, Anthony Conover every Tuesdays at nine thirty uh, and also Twitch CJ versus the world uh, gaming doing some two K some Madden talking sports just like how we're doing here so check me out guys thank you guys for listening and, watch and of course it.
0: follow me on Twitter with Lawson zero zero link tree in the bio as well. Uh, Thursday nights, 9 p.m., 9:30 9 uh, Eastern time, we do backstop banter with Connie as well. And of course, this show follows on everything that we've got going on on podcasts and the whole YouTube that we've got. Follow us on Twitter at CountBucketUSN as well, guys. Appreciate y'all so much. Let's see here, pull this back Salute. up. Have a good one.